we we often put ourselves in a bit of a box and we're like well I'm just a vet you know I just do vaccines and anal glands but there's no such thing is there no such thing as just a vet Hello, welcome to Borborygmy, Noises from the Veterinary World, the show that lets you overhear conversations between veterinary professionals about anything and everything that's topical in the industry. The triumphs and the tribulations, they're all in here. I'm Naomi Mella, vet and podcaster, and we're now into season three. Borborygmy is produced in association with our pals at Vetstego Diversify, and you can find heaps of talking points and conversations after each of these episodes over on our social media, so do go and check that out. This season is a unique collaboration with virtual veterinary specialists. Do you ever wish you could just conjure up a specialist to help you in person with a difficult case? Well, now you can! The wonders of cutting-edge medical technology means that VVS specialists can be instantly on hand to live guide you through procedures. The tech and the experience are, by all accounts, amazing. But don't just take our word for it. Search for Virtual Veterinary Specialists on YouTube to see video clips and find out for yourself what we're talking about. Today, we're hearing about life behind the scenes in the world of virtual veterinary referrals. Ruth Clark and Lydia Morgan are both vets themselves with years of experience in general practice who have now transferred their skills to work as commercial managers at VVS. As you'll hear in this conversation, they clearly both love their job and the satisfaction they gain from helping others in practice. And Lydia and Ruth are really great examples of vets who've acknowledged the wide set of skills we all have in the veterinary space and subsequently diversified their careers. I love that Lydia says, there's no such thing as just a vet. She is so right. So started thinking, what else can I do with my vet degree? What direction can I go? Um, and and followed Vets Day Go Diversify and had a little look at what was coming up. And just nothing really caught my eye. And then saw this advert on Vets Day Go Diversify Careers, which um, had the VVS advert on it. And I thought, that sounds like a really interesting company. I've never heard of them before. Uh, Googled them. And then put my application in. And as they say, the rest is history. My final six weeks in clinical practice were peak of COVID. So, uh, yeah, I was doing a, a rote of three weeks fellow, three weeks working quite intensively um, in, a, in a much reduced team. And then quickly joined VVS and have been learning the ropes here. I'm really loving the new challenges of VVS being able to see the other side of practice and and I suppose some of the frustrations and the stress that I had when I was in practice. I think a big one for me was lying in bed at night and just thinking, have I done everything I can for that case? Have I missed something? Is there something else I should have thought of? Should I have asked someone a second opinion? There was no one around to help me at that specific time. Should I have pushed harder to try and get someone? It's just that those constant questions that like swivel around in your head and just stop you from getting the night's sleep that you probably deserve after being busy all day I think the knowing that we can give people that reassurance by a simple advice call with a specialist or just just making people feel confident enough to to get someone else involved in the case and and feel like that they've got a friendly extension of their team in the form of VVS specialists I think that's that's such a an extra bonus and I, I had a message of a few months ago from one of the vets that we work with and it was exactly that with 
she'd um sent through a case that day and then I'd sent through a report later and she just sent a sent a message saying thanks so much I can sleep well tonight and for me that that means that means a lot that's that's a big part of why I do it why I enjoy it yeah I'm all too commonly uh in the in the jobs that I had I was working with lovely people but often it was in isolation um and uh, you always have that voice in the back of your head thinking okay I've done this I've, I've done it like the textbook said um it all seems to have gone well and even if it has gone well there's that voice that is this how everybody else does it and it would be really nice to have somebody who really knows what they're doing um in the background saying um yep yeah, that's right that's exactly how I do it or, or have you thought about doing it like this this is my tip and I think to have had that when I was in practice would have just been amazing I would have loved it um and I really like now that I can help give that to other vets in practice and give them that peace of mind. And I, I regularly think all the time, we're trying, all of us in the team are always trying to think of ways that we can do that more and better and try and problem solve and put ourselves in, in the vet's shoes. And have Lydia and I, having been there and worked in um, first opinion general practice, we do that a lot thinking, oh, well, actually, would this be helpful? What if we did this? What if we offered that? And um, we're always trying to find ways to make their day easier because we know how hard it can be and the kind of pressures and the number of things that they're juggling. And one of the things that really attracted me to the VVS job was that the VVS values are really synergistic with my own. Um, they're sort of ethics um, for sort of not just clinical excellence and client, but also client care and the sort of compassion and supportive role. Um, that's really important to to all of us in every interaction we have. Yeah, and I think another thing is when I was a vet in practice, a lot of the time I was leaving the building and then leaving leaving an animal with my night nurse, and and you've formed a really big you know bond with your nursing team and and they're your friends and they you know you 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 celebrate all your successes with them but you feel really responsible I think sometimes leaving them with a with a really unwell case or a tricky case and thinking have I done everything both for this case but also have I given them enough information that they feel confident and and that's the that's the other side is is just making sure the whole team feels confident managing managing these tricky cases and and actually if there's if there's any nursing questions that's something we're also really happy to answer any any um critical care nursing or or uh, just support for for the nursing side of things i think sometimes that can get forgotten and that that we're we're totally available for that as well Lids, you mentioned VSGD. I don't know what to do other than being a vet. I don't know what that job involves. It's something we hear loads. What do you do on a daily basis, I guess? One thing that's really similar to practice is that no day is the same. You, it, It's not that we have a set way of working every day. There, there are so many plates in the air all the time. And there are also a huge number of pressures every day. They're just different pressures. Um but that they're exciting. I mean, as to what the commercial manager role is, I mean, I'd say essentially it's client care over anything else. It's ensuring that the the vets that we work with, that they are our focus and our priority and that we make happen what they need to happen and that it happens smoothly. It's about building that relationship and putting everything in place. But 
that covers a huge number of things, you know, right from making sure that the WhatsApp interactions are are quick and um, efficient and friendly to making sure that all the, the laptops are functioning properly, that the specialists know what's going on, um, to sorting out sort of bigger um, uh, corporate uh, relationships right down to sort of the individual practice relationships to knowing who likes what type of chocolate and whether they're vegan in the practices in case you want to send them a um a present for something um it's uh, you know to hr and recruitment and um all sorts lydia help me out what else do we do <laughs> well i i was saying i i think as soon as you go like into an industry i suppose from practice you kind of think oh maybe am i gonna is this role going to not have the the same heart or the same like bonds as you do in a in a um in a practice because you you get really close to clients and you have your favorite patients and and you know you just build really good bonds with with people and and your and your colleagues in in practice so I think I was a bit like oh is it going to be you know a bit more formal a bit more business-like is is everything going to be a bit more structured and actually we still have that same banter or relationship or just a relaxed conversation with our clients and and with each other and I think that's that's really nice I think it it's uh, quite I don't know how to describe it really it, it feels quite comfortable talking with everyone and it's friendly and it's just a really relaxed but supportive environment which I don't I hadn't anticipated what environment it would be but I think that how relaxed and supportive it is that's really surprised me and been been really nice and welcoming especially when making a big change I think in general amongst the vet industry we have a, a general way of working in practice and how we function and how we communicate with each other and how our systems work and and we, we will have all worked in a number of practices or seen you know um, seen a number of practices so we can we can picture if they're talking about the prep room we've all got an idea of a prep room in our head and and if they're talking about how busy a diary is we all know that dread at the start when you're talking about busy diary so I think a lot of it's empathy I think a lot of it is having understanding of of how a day works and how a practice works and and how owners can communicate with you when they're angry or when they're happy or that feeling of joy when a, a case goes well or knowing you know if it, you're having a bad call and it's and it's it's sad news for the patient how tough that call is going to be with the owner because we've been through that we've been in that position we've had to make that call and we've had to uh, you know hold their hand while they say goodbye so I think it's just having that that real understanding and empathy and and that then gives trust in in what we're saying and what we're able to deliver because we have been there and we understand and and I think from for both Ruth and I and I'm sure you'd agree with me Ruth because we've been there and because we felt that we really do want to help we're not there to try and um you know, just get get money and 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 do a half job and and go we want to make uh, every vet's clinical clinical skills better and their life easier and ultimately if we can improve the clinical outcome for the patients because that's why we got into the vet industry we love our pets um I can hear my cat crying outside the door many apologies (laughs) (laughs) we do love our pets so yeah we've, we've been there and we know it is just having walked in those shoes and understanding all of the 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 
not only the pressures but the joys as well and the the teams and the relationships of practice a lot of the practices do do refer to us as that way um to us and also to their clients that um bvs specialists and the whole team are just a part of the practice and that's an enormous privilege actually to to be in to be involved with so many amazing vets and practices and see so many different ways of doing things and see every day I see people who are just brilliant at what they do usually who don't recognize that at all in themselves um, but they, they are now incredibly humble but they're doing such a phenomenal job that it's a real privilege to work with them and it makes you want to help and go the extra mile and make their their business successful and their client relationships um solid and and also with the specialists I mean the the specialists we work with are just phenomenal they're all um diplomats they're all absolute top of their game um but they're also just really nice lovely genuine people and it's it's a privilege to work with them it's slightly mind-blowing sometimes to be on the whatsapp group with them and see them discussing cases I mean the, the when you've got um the, the sort of the oncologist and the internal medic and a neurologist and a diagnostic imager all put an input into a, a case you just think wow what what an exceptional service that 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 animal is getting I mean it really couldn't get any better and and I love being involved with that and being involved in that kind of excellence is is amazing my IT um knowledge has grown exponentially over the past few months um I, I, I was reasonably good before but um yeah I know a lot more about computers and technology than I ever thought I would and and, and I'm also really conscious though that I have got have got a lot more to learn because it's so cutting edge and um, we're always going to be kind of at the forefront of that and I love that too it's exciting to learn new things and 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 become better at something that you've not had training in in previously learning more about the business side of um of things that's interesting exciting um all of it i mean it's 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 just it's exciting to learn new things that are different from what you originally trained as as a vet but it's also it's it's great to realize how many transferable skills you do have as a vet um you don't necessarily realize until you start doing it and then you realize actually a lot of this stuff we've been doing for years without even realizing that's what it was or what it was called and we're just growing those skills aren't we it's not a case of you you've, you're learning you you're just developing on those that you have as a vet you know you do you do have sales skills as a vet because you're you're trying to convince people that the the course of action that you're recommending is right for this reason and and we don't normally look at it as selling because we're doing it with the animal's best interest at heart. But you, you, I suppose it's that communication with people that that convincing that this is the the right decision and that there's benefits to this because of that 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 communication type you um, you already have as a vet and and you're so used to meeting so many different types of people every day coming in through the door. So you, your your communication skills is a bit, are are quite well developed anyway. I think we we often put ourselves in a bit of a box and we're like, well, I'm just a vet, you know. I just do vaccines and anal glands, but there's no such thing as the <laughs> no such thing as just a vet. Thanks so much for listening. It means a lot to us that you do. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it wherever you can and do tell a friend because we'd love more of you to join our community celebrating the veterinary profession and those working within it. Borborygmy is brought to you by me, Naomi Mella, as part of Vet Stay Go Diversify. 
You can drop me a DM with any feedback or suggestions at Naomi the Vet with underscores between on Instagram or Twitter. And you can find VVS on any of the social platforms if you just search VVS Vet. Thanks to everyone involved this season. Your support is much appreciated. Thank you.